0: I'm Michelle Orman, and this is the Couture Podcast. It's almost impossible to put into words the experience of visiting Tucson for the jewelry industry's annual pilgrimage to the desert. Thinking of it as a pilgrimage is a start. In many ways, it is spiritual. Yet it's also transformational in other ways. Designers flock to Tucson to find stones for pieces that already exist or are in the process of being born. They may have one idea in mind and find out that the quality or pricing or availability of certain gemstones has shifted and they have to reevaluate their expectations. Or they may get distracted by a gemstone they've never heard of before, a shape that calls to them or a color that almost blinded them from its case on their way to somewhere else and they decide they need to figure out a way to incorporate a new idea into their collection. I've been attending the Tucson shows for decades. A self-proclaimed gem nerd, I love communing with rocks in the desert I love learning about new deposits, and I love, love running into couture designers and other decision makers and asking them what they're buying when they're willing to tell me and they're not always willing to share. It's helpful for me to begin to understand what will be trending at Couture in a few months. But it's also just fun to learn what people are collectively excited about and to get a glimpse into this part of the creative process. This past Tucson, I had a blast pulling a handful of people aside for some rapid fire interviews. Designers, retailers, press, and thought leaders weighed in on the How's Your Tucson question with opinions, insights, impressions, and above all else, joy. So much joy. All right, we are recording, and I am so excited to be sitting here with Jennifer Maxwell from Lee Maxwell, and we are in the back of AGTA after having some food under the sun. So anyway, how's it going? How's your Tucson adventure so far?
1: Like always, it's great to be here. Great to be in the sunshine. Beautiful gems, beautiful people. Love being here.
0: What what more could we want, right? Right. Um, So are you seeing anything truly exciting in terms of gemstones so far? Anything that's blown your hair back? Yeah, there have been a few things that we've seen
1: yet that... uh... I'll surprise you with when they come out, but we did pick up some things I've never seen before that I'm not familiar with. I'm really excited about a few of them.
0: If there were a gemstone, a single gemstone that were to define the Lee Maxwell brand, what would it be?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I have so many favorites. Um, the Grey Spinell really has me right now.
0: Grey Spinell? Okay. So my next question is, what in your estimation is a gemstone that you feel is... Underestimated, and then one that might be a little bit overrated. Um, I think
1: like rose zircon, zircon is really underrated. I think sometimes uh, people don't understand because of the name, and I just I don't think you can get much better than a really good rose zircon. Agree,
0: and then overrated stone. I mean, I know they're all beautiful, but
1: um, this is a really unpopular answer. But I'm not a huge white diamond girl.
0: Not a white diamond girl. You heard it here at the AGTA Colored Gemstone event, right? (laughs) Well, thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your time in Tucson.
1: Thank you.
0: I am so excited to have run into Lauren Godfrey from Harwell Godfrey underneath the highway overpass in Tucson. So the (laughs) sound on this recording is going to be excellent. This is a glamorous life that you lead though. So tell me, how has your
2: Tucson been going so far? Are you having fun? I'm having fun. I of course spent way more money than I planned to. I always have good intentions, but they always fail. Yeah. So what have you seen that like has really like blown your hair back that you just needed to buy? You know, I bought a lot of brown Zircon this year and I'm obsessed with it and I think it's completely underrated but uh, I think it's going to blow up and I think it's really really amazing here. I would agree with that well
0: and my next question was going to be what do you think is the most underrated stone and then an overrated stone so
2: is zircon your choice for underrated? I think zircon blue and brown and I saw a red one today they're sick and they really there's a lot of refraction and I think because of their name they're very inexpensive so I'm into it.
0: (laughs) Okay great and what's an overrated stone?
2: Overrated stone? I mean, I guess you could say diamonds. I love them, but they are everywhere, and I think there are other things that are more special.
0: Okay, awesome. I love it. So if you could choose one gemstone to identify the Harwell Godfrey brand, what would it be?
2: Ooh, that's really a good question. goodness I I use a lot of lavender tanzanite I mean I don't know if that's it a- I'm admiring your earrings are those tanzanite no, or those those Are those sapphire, sapphire. Okay, I feel i really pretty lavender a blue sapphire girl personally like blue sapphire blue sapphire blue sapphire ring necklace earrings on right now so it's it's a problem for a casual
0: day of shopping yes. beneath the highway
2: overpass yes. Yes. it's
0: perfect yes. <laughs> all right thank you so much yeah. have fun. great to see you All right, I am so excited to have run into Ara Bartanian at the GJX Tans. How's it going?
3: It's going amazing.
0: You having fun in Tucson? Seeing a lot of great stuff?
3: Always having fun in Tucson. This is the best place in the world.
0: Are you getting in trouble? Are you buying too many things? Seeing too many things you like? <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, for sure. It's uh, that's the easiest place to get in trouble, but it's a lot of fun.
0: Have you seen anything particularly that's like been very exciting?
3: Look, I spent. I think I spent. Two hours just sieving over opals, Ethiopian opals. Ah. And just making, making little pairs and just, just passing the time, just, just having a good time, really.
0: Just communing with opals. I love yeah. that. Well, and you being a super gem nerd, gem head, um, what do you think is one of the most underrated gemstones out there? And what's an overrated gemstone?
3: I love diamonds. I've been working with diamonds all my life. And... Uh, I really think it's you know the colorstone is proving it, it's its power really you know it's just it's prices are steady and strong um, i you know I, I I really don't have a problem putting my money on color stones so
0: and if there was one colored stone that kind of embodied the R of Artanian brand, what would it be?
3: Well I would say. The Paraibo tourmaline, mm-hmm. that's uh, really strong for me. The ruby lice, I'm having a lot of fun with them always. Uh, so, I'll go in this line.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, I'll let you get back to getting in trouble. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right. I am so excited to have run into Victor Bellion and Soraya Khan. Victor of the eponymous brand, Victor Billion, and Saraya from KM Collection in Carmel, California. It's so great to see you here at GJX.
4: How's it going? Great to see you, Michelle. We're having a great time.
5: Good to see you, Michelle.
0: So are you getting in trouble,
5: Victor? I am always. Middle name, trouble. <laughs> yes, looking at all these wonderful gemstones and uh, having a blast in Tucson, as always.
0: So for you, do you usually, are you here like shopping with something in mind or are you just seeing what moves you and like creating a design around that or a combination of both things?
5: It's a combination of both. Um, I do have a list of things that I have uh, that I'm looking for for particular clients, but most of the time I'm just looking to see what inspires me.
0: Great. And has anything been exciting, kind of blown your hair back?
5: Yes, we saw the most incredible rotocrossite today. (laughs) No, it's true (laughs) though. We have a rotocrossite joke going on, but I did see an amazing gem quality one. And then uh, spinels, red spinels, there's been some amazing red spinels, blue sapphires. Of course, there's always Paraíba.
0: Okay, now I think I know the answer to this question, but if you had to pick one gemstone that defines the Victor Bellion brand, what would it be?
5: Wow. Um, I would probably go with Paraíba.
0: Okay. All right. I thought it was going to be Opal, so I stand corrected in my I, brain. I change. <laughs> <laughs> so, Soraya, what are you seeing here that's been really exciting for you?
4: Really, since Victor and I walked the show together, we kind of get excited about similar things because we're both gem junkies. (laughs) And this rotocrossite was so incredible. We haven't seen anything like this in so long. It was very exciting to get a chance to have a
0: look. So from a retail perspective, would rotocrossite be something that you could sell?
4: That would go for a very specific collector, somebody who truly appreciates a rare gem. So this is more something that I would get in, having my safe and kind of enjoy every day and put it back in the safe, waiting for the right person to come along.
0: So you have a gemstone background, a deep gemstone background, before getting into retail. So I want to ask you, what, in your opinion, is the most underrated gemstone?
4: Wow, that is a tough question. Blue zircon, I would say. It is such a beautiful stone. It is rare. It comes from a very small area of the world spectacular in look and extremely fair prices so I think that maybe because of the name
0: there isn't enough admiration for the incredible stone that it is. And then is there a gemstone that you would say is overrated? Not one. (laughs) (laughs) I love them all. Okay awesome and on that note I will let you go and get back to shopping and getting into trouble. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you, Michelle.
5: Thank you, Michelle. Good seeing you. Okay.
0: Are you gonna ask me questions? I'm gonna ask you questions. I am excited to be here with Candy from Alex Epcus, who you're you're officially the stone buyer for Alex Epcus. I know you wear many hats,
6: but I am the official stone buyer for Alex Upgus.
0: Okay, so I've had the pleasure of walking around with you a little bit. I've done this in the past. I stick to your side like glue, so thank you for putting up with me. I noticed that you have like the molds for a lot of your pieces, and so are you here largely trying to find stones to fit those molds?
6: Yes, it's much easier for us to find stones that fit. It annoys a lot of the stone dealers, I know, but... You know, it's easier to find stones that fit here, especially because you have so many more options, Um, but we do end up having to cut a lot of stones, especially the cabs or corners because we don't have anything pointed, but um, I try not to cut if I don't have to. Which,
0: but it means you're going through literally thousands of stones and choosing a handful. Two or three. Two or three out of a thousand. Yes. (laughs) And do you ever see a stone that you're just like, I need to buy this even if we don't have something for it?
6: Yes. We've done that. Actually, I own a ring that Alex modified the original model to fit the stone because I refused to cut it. (laughs) That was a long time ago. It's probably like 18 years ago. And you own that ring? I own that ring. Jeff and Alex gave it to me as a gift. Oh. Thank you, gift. And what is the stone? It is a blue tourmaline. Mm. A blue tourmaline. Yes. Wow.
0: Okay, so now we're on the subject of gemstones. What, in your estimation, is one of the most underrated stones, and what might be an overrated stone, in your opinion?
6: You're going to throw me under the bus. You (laughs) don't have to answer both (laughs)
0: questions, but what is the most underrated stone? I think we could say that.
6: That's hard. That's a tough question. Underrated stone. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Is it steen?
6: No, it's definitely not spin. Although spin is fun,
0: spin is fun. Jeff
6: has a spin collection because I can't put in any rings.
0: <laughs> um, well, I'm really excited for our day in the life that we're going to go more in depth with your whole stone buying um, activities here in Tucson. So, thanks for taking time to talk to me and for letting me
6: trail you. You're very welcome. I always love having you, channel We have fun together. And here I
0: am at Pueblo in Tucson. I am delighted to be sitting next to Elizabeth Bonanno from the EAB Project and the GEMS Project. How's it going?
7: It's going. We're having a good time hanging out here in Pueblo. and Michelle Orman. And
0: <laughs> so... Tell me what you're doing here in Tucson, just generally speaking.
7: Um supporting our brands, our designers on our roster to find new stones as well as uh, find stones that they need to, you know, flesh out
0: existing collections. So it's in part, it's. They're looking for stones for existing pieces and then sometimes looking at stones and just letting the spirit move them and letting the design come through the stone.
7: Yeah, 100%. I mean, there's often times where, you know, you look at something and or one looks at something and thinks, you know, I don't have anything for that. But, you know, they're driven to get that. And that's where we have to support them to get that, you know, to go get that stone.
0: Well, and the other thing, and I'm having a lot of conversations with designers, there's a huge theme of I'm getting into trouble.
7: So (laughs) there's a
0: lot of, you know, trying to contain themselves. So do you find that you have to stop your designers from going too crazy and buying too many gemstones?
7: I mean, yes, it's what we say is we let them almost drown, but, you know. They've got a life preserver, which is the two of us. <laughs> so we won't let them go too deep, but you know, and sometimes we can't stop them, which yeah, is the way it
0: is. That's the way it is. So you've seen a lot of stones. Has yeah. there been anything specific that really blew your hair back?
7: Um. Yeah, and I think that um, we have a client that is very interested in a particular stone, but. We have seen a whole lot of sphene and today saw like a 41 plus carat sphene and like a big, enormous trillion, which was insane. And um, so a lot of people are going crazy about a rhodochrosite somewhere.
0: I've lost (laughs) my mind. Everyone's talking about the rhodochrosite. Right,
7: right, right. I've lost my mind over this sphene.
0: Okay. So um, last question. What do you think is the most underrated gemstone, and what's the most overrated gemstone?
7: Um, The most underrated gemstone, I mean, it's going to be what a lot of people say, I think, which is Zircon and spinel, two different ones. The most overrated gemstone? Oh, that's so hard for me to say. How about overpriced.
0: <laughs> overpriced works.
7: <laughs> I mean, that Eva <peraiba> right now.
0: <laughs> but it's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Yes. All right. Thank you. I'll let you get back to your work. Okie dokie.
7: That
6: was
0: fun. Okay, we're back at Pueblo hanging out with Joel Cheatwood from the Gems Project. And um, this is the other half of Elizabeth Bonano, Joel Cheatwood, work with the fabulous roster of clients. How's it going, Joel? How are you enjoying Tucson?
8: It's been great. I think um, it's been an interesting show. We found some cool stuff. I think it's always good to come back to Tucson. I missed last year, so it's good to be back in the world and see what all's going on in the gym world.
0: And are you seeing some really phenomenal stones? I mean, not technically phenomenal stones, but are you seeing some really fabulous things?
8: Uh, we are. I think it's always interesting to come back and see every year to year what's become the hot stone and what, you know people are dealing in the most and what's having a moment so that's always interesting to watch for our brands and you know considering what each of them you know respectively works in the materials that they work in what um, is new on the market that we could be looking at them for their collections and does it make sense for them so it's always interesting to come back and see how that's come to play and what brings new stuff into their lines
0: so i haven't asked anyone this what would you say is you know the hot stone or can give me a couple of stones?
8: You know, I think Zircon's having a moment, and, and maybe everybody's talking about that, but it seems to be everywhere in the sense that a lot of dealers are are putting out Zircon. Um, I think spinels. five years ago, I think, you know, we were just beginning, obviously spinels has been around forever, but we were just beginning to talk about them in designer lines, and that's becoming a little more prevalent. Understanding the pricing and seeing it stabilize, everything seems more expensive this year, which is, you know, regular inflation, I guess, but... Um, beginning to understand which designers can use them, the color stories that make sense, and, and the price per carat, um, if it works for them. But I think those things have become the new normal, and so that's always interesting to watch.
0: And Spinel comes in a variety of different colors, right? Can you yeah. tell, me, like, r- tell me the range of colors?
8: Um, yeah, well, actually, it can be just about anything. I mean, obviously, you can get in the pinks, you can get in the grays, you can get in the blues. Um, I think the grays are really interesting, and a lot of designers are gravitating toward that and have been for probably three to five years, Um, And I love seeing them. They're a good stone that you can use that's unexpected. You know, it's hard to find a gray, a true gray gemstone. And so when you're looking at spinel, um, it has such great, you know, refraction. It's beautiful. It holds light well. And I think it's interesting for a lot of brands.
0: So have you seen one stone in particular that's really blown your hair back?
8: Um, I have to say this afternoon when we were together and we saw that spinel, that huge uh, violet vibrant pink spinel that was like 26 carats or more I can't even remember how big it was I had walked by it a couple of times in the show and every time I walked by it caught my eye and then today I actually got to you know really look at it I think that's probably been the one that I will remember from the show the most
0: I love a stone that just stops you in its tracks right (laughs)
8: yeah it was like it was glowing from inside the case and it was you know sitting on its own and it had proper space around it so you could really appreciate it And it was absolutely incredible
0: Okay, so last question. What, in your estimation, is the most overrated gemstone, and what's the most underrated gemstone? I know no one wants to throw any gemstone under the bus, but tell me what's the most underrated.
8: You know, I think underrated, God, that's really, 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 really tough. Because, there. I mean, it's a broad category when you look at tourmaline, but if you're looking at a specific color of tourmaline, like, you know, or a type of tourmaline, like Petrieba, you know, maybe you want to say that that's the one that falls into that category. And it is. I mean, there's such a variety of where it comes from and the price per carat and, you know, clarity and all that. Um, I think if you buy it correctly, it's it can be both. It actually can be both. It can be underrated and overrated if you buy it correctly. Um, I think overrated, oh, God, this is hard.
0: I mean, it's like throwing one of your kids under the bus, right? Oh, you love the them all.
8: It really is. <laughs> That's a hard question. I mean, I want to say, and people will shoot me, and I don't know if this should be, if I should say this in public, I think sapphire is is becoming one of the stones that's really, really hard when you're looking at other things. Um, it's hard to look at sapphire now in, um, in comparison. Um, when You can see other materials that are a better value, if you will, and you can get an equal color, and you can get, but it's a sapphire. You know, so it's... It's hard to answer that question. I, it, it's somewhere in there. But okay. Well, it. it's a
0: beautiful answer, and I find that I'm stumping everyone. So
8: Yeah. Okay. I imagine you are. And God, don't get me killed for that.
0: Well, en- enjoy the rest of your time in Tucson. Thanks for taking some time to talk to me, Joel. Always happy
8: to talk to Michelle.
0: Lauren McLemore, I am so excited to have run into you. Um, Lauren is the newest addition to the National Jeweler
9: editorial team, so it's great to see you in Tucson here at Pueblo. How's it going? It's going really well. I'm escaping the rain, which I think all the vendors really enjoy because I'm spending a lot of time at their booths. This is my first time at Tucson, so the first few days I saw all of the very precious, fine stuff, so it's been really fun to see the more organic, artisanal, things and fossils. Yeah, I'm loving it. Oh,
0: my God. A first time Tucson person. This is amazing. I mean, is your mind just completely blown? I mean, I know you've been in the industry prior to being at National Jewelry. You've worked with, you know, colored diamonds. But is this just like mind-bending
9: Yeah, my head's completely spinning. Um, I was so worried when I got here. I was like, oh, I'm not going to know anyone, so I'll just walk the whole time, and I'll see everything in the first 24 hours. I leave tomorrow. I've seen, like, maybe 10% of what's actually here. There's so much. There's so much. There's so much, right? And it, it just runs the gamut, like you're saying,
0: like the really, really fine mineral specimens, and then you go to 22nd Street, or you come over here to Pueblo, and it's... It's so interesting. It's same but different, right? So over at AGTA, somebody will show you a fine gemstone and they'll bring out a, you know, a leatherette tray for you to place it on. And then you go to 22nd Street, they'll still give you a tray. It's just made out of styrofoam. (laughs)
9: Totally. Yeah. No, I, um, but it's, it's fun. They're creative in, in that way. Also, like I was just trying on a ring at a booth, um, at Pueblo and they were like, Oh, we have a small bowl for you to put your, your rings in that you're wearing while you're trying this on. And it was just like a little cloth made into a bowl. Like these, these people are so creative and I'm loving it. I feel right at home
0: well, you know, every time I see you, you are surrounded by people. It sounds like you do know a billion people here and, um, you're having a time, a fun time just like seeing how people shop for gemstones, right?
9: Yeah, I think it's amazing. And it's, it's very cool to see people's preferences come out, you know, and my line of business, there's so much talk about value and rarity and things being perfect and things being, you know, completely clean cut and clear, but also like there's, it's fun to hear people talk about how inclusions give stones character and people don't not everybody wants something completely clean cut. not everybody cares how rare or perfect it is. Like that part has been really fun. Yeah, they just like the energy that the stones gives them
0: or how it looks to the naked eye and they just think it'll be beautiful in their jewelry.
9: Completely. And I I feel the same way. I've been inspired to kind of like go out of my lane and like try things, wear things I wouldn't normally wear. So it's, everyone's rubbing off on me and I love it. And now, you
0: know, next time, next year, Tucson, you have to plan several more days to your trip.
9: Several more days (laughs) and maybe a a few more nights at the Star Pass. Um, And yeah, the scenery can't, can't get this in New York. So I would stay here forever. (laughs)
0: Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me.
9: You're so welcome.